1: The next story is posted by shadowforce2 from our slash erotica. The title of this post is getting out and about. Sit back and enjoy the story. I just got out of court. My divorce of 14 years was over. I should have known something was up, but I worked too much to notice the small things. My son had chosen to stay with his cheating mother. I am sure he had something to do with it. He being my neighbor, he nearly triples what I made financially. It took both of us working to keep our house in a nice neighborhood. I worked two full-time jobs and was still barely staying afloat. Now she was with him and wouldn't have to work another day. In the divorce settlement, they had let me keep the house. Why wouldn't they? I thought as I opened the door to my now vacant home. He sold his house and bought a new one a few streets down so that my son could go to the same school. 53. I shook my head as I poured myself another drink. The sight of them fucking on my bed as I came home was still drilled into my head. A smile crept over my face as I sipped on my drink. I remembered telling a co-worker about the situation. You know what's funny? He asked me. Usually, the white guy comes home and finds the black guy fucking his wife. This time, it was the reverse. That still caused me to smile. Not only was he old, white, and wealthy, he now had my wife and son. Of course, my son took his mom's side. After all, She was always home, plus the new guy could buy him any video game, a new phone or anything he wanted. I threw the glass across the room. It shattered against the wall. Shit, I said as I looked at the broken pieces on the floor. The noise woke up the four guinea pigs that were in their large cage in the corner. It's okay, I said as their loud squeaks filled the room. I uncovered them and saw their small faces peering up at me. I pulled out some hay and gave it to the hungry beggars. They were supposed to be for my son. But as usual, after a while, it fell on us to take care of them. Then it fell on me, and I didn't have the heart to give them away. I covered them back up for the night and looked at the broken glass on the floor. I will get it in the morning, I said as I turned off the light. Didn't expect to see you today, my boss said as he passed my office. Why not? I asked. You know why, he said as he entered. I told you that you could take some time off. I got divorced, I wasn't diagnosed with cancer. I replied, Same thing, he said Both are life-altering and sometimes fatal I won't do anything stupid I said even though the thought had come in my head many times over the past four months Time off, starting now He barked, that's an order I walked through the grocery store, ready to pick things out for an extended stay at home You've got to be fucking kidding me There on the other aisle was Elise and my son Standing next to them was him They eyed me and started to walk the other way I wanted to stop my cart and walk away as well when he came around the corner. This is ridiculous, he said, walking towards me. We are bound to bump into each other. We stood staring at each other for what seemed like hours but was probably a few seconds. My grip on the shopping cart tightened. We should go, Elise said from behind him. No, he said. We can't keep avoiding each other. We are grown-ups, Martin, Elise said. He is right, I answered, looking over his shoulder at my 12-year-old son. I had tried to teach him that anger wasn't the answer to everything, even though right now, I wanted to knock this 53-year-old man's head clear off his shoulders. Frederick, he began to say. I know who you are. I turned to look at him. We were neighbors. You came to my son's fourth birthday party. We went on your boat when you first bought it. Frederick shifted a bit as he lifted his rimmed glasses over his eyes. Yes, yes, I do, he said as he looked back at me. No hard feelings. These things happen libidos and all, he said as he offered his hand. I gripped it tightly and squeezed. Of course not, I said. I pulled him close. Treat them well, or I won't let you get off so easily. Frederick recomposed himself and nodded. We will see you around. Of course, I nodded as they walked away. My son smiled at me as he walked away with them. One morning on my bus given staycation, I went out to get the mail. New neighbor, I said, looking at the large SUV parked in Frederick's old driveway. Hi, a lady said, bounding up to me from the other direction. Hi, I replied, slightly caught off guard by the lady with the ginger hair, jogging in the spot in front of me. You must be my neighbor, she said. Liz, she said, introducing herself. Hi Liz, I am Martin, and yes, I am the neighbor, I said, trying to keep my eyes on her face and not the vast mountains on her chest that were bouncing up and down. Most of the neighborhood was staring at her. Seems, I have made quite the impression Liz said as she continued to bounce up and down. That would be the understatement of the year, I said, peering over her shoulder. I think it's the boobs, Liz whispered with a smile. Most definitely, I whispered back. I should go back inside, huh? Liz smiled. That would be a good thing. I smiled back. Nice seeing you, Liz said as she ran towards her house. I watched as her long ginger hair tucked into a ponytail went away. Not only the boobs, I said as I watched her tight ass and the tiny black shorts run up the driveway to her house. The following day my bell rang. I opened the door to see Liz standing in the doorway. She smiled as she walked inside. What are you doing this weekend? She asked as she headed for the kitchen. She was dressed in what I was beginning to think was her usual attire of a tight sports top that strained to contain her massive chest and tiny black shorts. Good morning, I said as I closed the door. How are you? Yeah, yeah, Liz said as she looked at me. Answer the question. Cups. Top cupboard over the stove. Nothing. Why? I answered as I watched her tiptoe to get a cup down. She was slightly short. I would guess five foot. Four maybe with long ginger hair. Blue eyes. Obviously in shape from her toned, muscular legs to her tight stomach. Good. Liz smiled as she poured herself a glass of water. You're coming with me. I usually take a friend with me on a hiking, camping trip. Hiking and camping, I shook my head. Awa, piggies, Liz said, putting the glass down and going over to their large cage. Yes, and I don't take no for an answer. Without me asking, she had already lifted the lid and scooped one out. What's your name? She said in that cute voice everyone makes when they talk to small animals. That's Hendrix, and he likes to pee on people, I said. And no, I shook my head. Well, that's okay. Okay. I have to take a shower anyway, Liz said as she put Hendrix back in the cage. I will pick you up for him sharp. Friday morning, Liz made her way to the door. See you, Hendrix and other brothers, she said as she walked away. See you Friday morning. You're not listening. I am. I started to say, but the door slammed closed. Friday morning found me standing outside in the cold morning air. I knew you would come around, Liz said as she pulled up. I got in the passenger seat and stared at her. I didn't think I had a choice, after the constant messages. Then the list of things I needed to bring was stuffed under my door. Told you, I don't take no for an answer, Liz smiled. Since you're the co-pilot, you get to pick the music. The drive wasn't bad at all. I even got to know how Liz got to Frederick's old place. Liz was his daughter, his only daughter. When I told her what happened, she was visibly upset. I didn't know, Liz said as she looked at me. I heard about the neighbors that he liked and the lady he had a crush on. We pulled into a parking space at what seemed like a campsite. Seriously, I didn't know. All he told me was that she was younger than him. He never told me she was married or she was the neighbor. It's okay, I shrugged. So, what do we do now? Well, Liz smiled as she turned to me. That's why I asked you to get the sturdy hiking boots. Because, she said with a long pause, we are going up there. I looked up past the tree line and saw the mountain up ahead. Oh, hell, no, I said, shaking my head. Black people don't do mountains. Nope, no way, no how. How far do we have to go? I asked as I followed Liz's tight ass through what seemed like the Amazon forest. We should get to the top tomorrow, Liz replied. Tomorrow, I said as I stopped. Come on, Liz said as she came back to me. Look how far you have come. You're doing much better than my friend. We barely got to the rope bridge before she wanted to turn around, Liz said as she continued. And you said we don't have to cross it to go back, right? I said as we continued. I remembered you said that. Yes, we don't have to cross that bridge on the way back, Liz replied. With an emphasis on the word that, which I caught on to this time. There's another bridge, I said as I stopped again. Liz, yes, there is another bridge. Liz stopped and looked at the reason why I stopped. It was a deer with a fawn that was staring back at us. Hi, Liz said as she waved at them. We are just passing through, Liz said as she motioned me to pass her. No harm to the baby. She smiled as I slowly walked by her. I had never seen wild deer, especially this close. Usually, they were on the side of the road. That was incredible, I said as we walked away, leaving them behind us. Yeah, glad it wasn't bears, Liz said calmly. What? I said, looking back at her. Bears, Liz nodded. Black bears, usually. Bears as in bears? I asked. Yes, I don't know of any other kind. Liz laughed. So, there is a campsite nearby, right? With doors, walls, and the usual? I asked. Nope, Liz said, shaking her head. How? I shook my head. You're going to make a temporary sleep nook, and I will make a perimeter and find us something to eat, Liz said. I never have, I started to say. Martin, trust your instincts. Liz said as she looked at me. I wouldn't have asked you to come if I didn't think you could do it. I trust you. With that said, she continued to walk past me. I did feel better for some reason. Being out of the house and outside in the wild had made me forget everything that had happened. Now all I had to worry about was frigging bears. Here is a good flat spot. Liz said as she stopped. I will find us something to eat and set up a small perimeter that will let us know if any large predators come close. Liz said, dropping her bag. You have the equipment I told you to get. Yeah, I said, looking in my bag. Good, Liz said as she walked away. I looked around for what I could make into something we could sleep in or under for the night. Ah, I said as I got to work. Martin, Liz said, surprising me. What? I said, crawling out of the small hut I had made. This is, Liz said as she crawled onto all fours to get inside. I am blown away. I had cut many of the large branches that I had found on the floor. Found some fallen trees and put them between four other trees. The result was a small hut with a three-sided wall and a lost tarp that I had used as a roof. Some dead leaves had made up the floor, and our bags made up the pillows. Too small, I asked. I thought I could. No, Liz said, shaking her head. This is the best thing I have slept in out here, ever. I felt proud of myself. Liz had found some berries and what looked like bugs of some sort. I was going to go with the berries. She also had made a fire for us to keep warm. The night turned cold, so we went into the hut. Then the rain came. It rained down hard. I was glad I had found the tarp. Come closer, Liz said as she pulled my arm around her. Body heat. I could feel her chest against my back as she pulled me tight toward her. I was glad she was behind me and not in front, or she would have felt my reaction to her chest as well as her breathing on my neck. Glad you came out of the house, Liz asked. After seeing the deer, the rope bridge as well. As the wonders of the outdoors I was glad I wasn't cooped up inside my house Yeah, I nodded Thank you Wait until tomorrow Liz said as she fell asleep You were right I said as I looked at the wondrous sight before me We had reached the top of the mountain The view was breathtaking I could see the other mountains in the distance As well as the winding road below that Went through them I told you Liz said Standing next to me It's way better than I imagined it I said Looking at it all The mist and clouds were covering the mountains and the different shades of greens and browns. Here, Liz said, pulling me close as she held up a small camera. Bend a little bit, she said as I stood next to her. She took a picture of both of us and showed it to me. It was a great picture of the view behind us. We both looked sweaty and tired. We should get down before the rain comes again. I nodded as we made our way back down. Going down was much easier than going up. Especially since the ground was wet from the rain. We both slipped and slid on the muddy slopes. Catching trees as we went. The sky got dark quick. I doubted we could make it. Then it happened. A loud crack pierced the air as thunder roared. Shit. We both said in unison. Keep going. Liz said. She was right. There was no point stopping. Last night was a light rain which made the night miserable. A downpour would be unbearable. We picked up the pace hoping we could outrun it. Then the sky opened. Rain poured down on us. You too! A voice yelled at us from the pitch blackness of the dense mixture of trees, bushes, and shrubs. A light shone brightly at us from a four-wheeler. It was one of the officers from the signing office. We have been looking for you too, the man said. There were two others seated on the back of his large vehicle. We got to the top and were making our way down, Liz said. You won't make it, he said as he looked at the back. If I didn't have these two idiots to take down, I would take you too. Caught them trying to hunt. Can you believe that? There were signs everywhere that said there was no hunting allowed on the mountain. I shook my head. Anyway, he said, shaking his head. The lightning filled the place in bright light. It's going to come down hard. He said, shaking his head. Keep straight. Then at the large tree make a right then beeline forward. You will find an old ranger station. It should keep you safe until morning. We both nodded as he headed off. We didn't talk too much until we saw the shed. Then we both ran for the door. It was locked. Hanging above the door was a key. The ranger must have passed by on his way down and hung the key. We got inside and slammed the door shut. Made it, I said as I looked around. It was small, probably meant for one person. A small bed against the wall. A radio table with one chair. The bathroom, toilet in a separate room was barely wide enough for one person to stand in. Better than being out there, Liz said, shaking her wet hair. Did you guys make it? The voice on the radio said. I picked up the receiver and replied. He told us to hunker down for the night because there was no way they could send anyone up for us. Looking out the one window, it looked like mother nature was in full bitch mode. Lightning cracked. Thunder roared. The winds bent the trees like twigs in a hurricane. There is clean water up here, Liz said as she was in the bathroom. Probably only good for one of us to get clean. Go ahead, I nodded. Oh no, Liz said as she started to shed her clothes. You smell just as bad as I do. We can both get clean if we get close. I didn't need her to tell me how bad I smelled. I knew it. We both shed to our underwear and got into the tiny shower. We barely fit in there sideways. Then Liz peeled off her top and her bottom. I did the same. We were both nude, cold, and shivery. A single bar of soap still in its package was left on top of the toilet. Water, soap, water, Liz nodded. I reached up and pulled on the small chain that was connected to the large container above us. Holy fuck, I shouted as the cold water spilt on us. I stopped it as soon as we were soaked. We took turns with the soap, trying to get ourselves cleaned. Liz spun around so I could get her back, then I spun around. I tried my best to hide my heart erection as I felt her large chest against my back. Water, hurry, Liz said, shivering. I pulled on the chain and the remaining water, washed away the soap and the stench. We got out of the shower and realized we had no clean clothes. You take the bed, I said, trying to be the gentleman. Bullshit, Liz said. It's fucking cold, and it's only going to get colder. I nodded. We both climbed into the bed together. Again, Liz hugged me from behind for body heat. We tried to ignore the cold, the blinding lightning that filled the small space and the thunder and wind that threatened to tear the place apart. After what seemed like an hour... We still hadn't slept a wink. This isn't working. We are both uncomfortable. Liz said, I told you I could take the floor. I said, no, Liz said, as she pulled on my shoulders, rolling me onto my back. Then she climbed on top of me and laid on my chest better much. I said, as I felt more comfortable. Good. Liz said. Now, all I had to do was ignore the fact that it was freezing cold and I had the bustiest woman I had ever met laying on top of me. I wasn't doing an excellent job of either. I thought the cold made it shrink. Liz asked in the pitch darkness. It does, and it is, I answered. Could have fooled me, Liz said. I am sorry, I said. Nothing to be sorry about, she replied. We went silent for a few moments. Then Liz started to shuffle around. What are you doing, trying to get comfortable with this thing poking me, Liz answered. At first, I didn't know what she was doing until I felt her grasp my dick and slide onto it. There, Liz moaned as I slid deep inside of her. Now, we are both comfortable. Liz was tight, tighter than any woman I had ever been. Slowly she started to rock back and forth. I moaned as she took all of me down. Damn, I said as I felt her grip tighten around my dick. Have to say, Liz moaned as she lay on top of me, rocking back and forth. This is much better than my last time. I take that as a compliment, I replied. You better, Liz said, since I haven't had a dick inside me since my senior year of high school. I nearly came right as she said that. What? I am a lesbian, Liz said. Well, now I might be considered by. But my last time with a male was my first time, and it lasted all of 12 seconds. Liz started to ride me faster as she pushed herself up and bounced on my dick. The poor bed creaked and cracked underneath us. We better get on the floor, or we might break their bed, I said. Good idea, Liz said. We felt our way in the darkness to the floor as she got back on top of me. Now that she had a sturdier base, she rode me fast and hard. I reached up and held onto her large breasts. Usually, I could cup one boob in my large hands, but these dwarfed my hands. I didn't last long as she lay down on me as I came inside her. The lightning illuminated our sexual escapades throughout the night. The morning came, and we waited for the ranger to pick us up. Lucky for us he came with some change of clothes. The way down was much faster on four wheels. We saw trees broken in half. Small rivers formed in the mud as the water came down the mountain. We lost four people last night, you two would have made six, he told us as we got close to the bottom. Four? Liz asked. Hikers? The ranger said. We found two bodies just south of you guys if they had turned a few feet to the west, they would have made it to you. I instantly felt terrible for not looking out the window for other people. We might have spotted them. One we found by a tree. He fell and hit his head against it, the other we found in the river. She said. We got the hint that we were lucky. Thank you, Liz and I both said as we got into her vehicle and made our way into town. The storm didn't just knock down trees. Power lines were down and shop windows were broken. The streets were filled with grass and debris. Thank you, again, I said as I walked towards my house. Thank you for coming along, Liz waved as she went towards her house. I worked in the insurance business, so the claims from the storm's damage came fast and furious. I didn't get much time to myself, but usually... I wasn't by myself. Liz and I became more than just mountain fuck buddies. We fucked everywhere and anywhere, including on her boss's desk. Twice, I loved watching her big tits bounce as she rode me. With the storm and the hours that I had to put in, my second job became part-time to spend more time with Liz. I came home one night to see her sitting outside my door. Hey, I said as I approached. We need to talk, Liz said as she stood up. I nodded as I opened the door. We sat down on the couch, and I waited for her to talk. I'm pregnant, Liz said as she wiped a tear from her eyes. I smiled as I looked at her. It must have been the night in the ranger shed, Liz said, still not looking at me. I don't expect you to. Look, I said, pulling her face to look at me. Of course, I will, you will, Liz asked. Why wouldn't I want to be part of its life? I smiled ear to ear. All the other times after that night, we had been cautious. As she was still new to her job and I had gone through hell with my divorce. We both didn't want anything huge to come out of our relationship just in case. But now I was over the moon. I can't wait to tell my father. Liz said as she looked at me. You should definitely tell him. I smiled. Stop it. Liz said as she was preparing a plate for her dad as well as my ex-wife. They were coming over to Liz's house. She hadn't told them anything other than she wanted to talk to them. I said, stop. Liz said, smacking my hands. Well, I can't take my hands off of them, I said, squeezing her breasts from behind. They will be here any minute, Liz said. That's more than enough time, I said. 4. Liz smiled as she turned to look at me. You wore this top, just to drive me crazy, I said, looking at her low-cut top that barely held her HH chest inside it. They are going to get bigger. You do know that, right? Liz smiled as she unbuttoned the top button. I mean they are going to get fucking huge. She said with a long hard emphasis on the word huge, like fucking massive. I don't care, I said, taking a seat on one of the couches. Really? Liz said as she took to her knees. You are going to be okay with a wife with huge fucking knockers. That might not go back to this size. That might stay huge. Liz pulled the top open and slid my cock underneath the bra. I wouldn't mind them being fucking massive. We might get pregnant again and they might grow again. And again, Liz teased as she bounced her massive tits on my dick. Fuck, I said as she bounced them hard and fast. Imagine being tit fucked by huge fucking tits that can squash your dick between them, Liz said as she bounced her tits furiously on my dick. I would love it, I moaned. Of course you would, because you love my huge tits. Now come on them, spray them with your cum, Liz hissed at me. It didn't take long for me to shoot my cum on her tits. We heard a car door slam. Shit, Liz said as she buttoned up her top and used a paper towel from the table behind her to wipe the cum from the top of her tits. I zipped up my pants just as the door rang. Hi, Dad, Liz said as she opened the door. She greeted Elise as they came into the living room. The look on his face said it all. What are you doing here? Frederick said. Now, Dad, Liz said as she made her way towards me. That's part of the news. I wanted to tell you. No, Frederick said. You're a... You were with what's-her-face, the woman with the blonde hair. Not anymore, Liz smiled. Not since I met Martin. Elise was still standing there looking at Liz. He is just using you to get back at me, Frederick said. He didn't know I was your daughter until I told him. And in fact, the first time, I used him, Liz said with her usual bright smile. Tell him the other thing, I smiled. Oh, right, Liz said, coming back to me and wrapping her arms around me. I am pregnant. With dot 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 with his. Frederick stammered as he fell onto the couch. Of course, dad. Liz smiled as she held her stomach. I haven't been with another male since high school. Who else would it be? Frederick looked at me with crazed wild eyes. What is that on your chin? Elise said as she looked at Liz. Liz wiped her chin. Oh, she shook her head. We had a bit of fun before you came over. Yeah, libidos and all, I laughed. You two know how that goes, right? No hard feelings, right? Frederick, or should I start calling you pop? Just like nature, karma could be a bitch.
0: That was one hot story from our friend. Make sure to subscribe and check the links down below to be notified for daily episodes that would make your day a few times spicier as we listen to our friend's erotic stories.